0: Good morning, welcome to all those joining us for Likutei Halachas, Yorodeira, Hilches Chodosh, Halacha Gimel, Paragraph Vov. We dedicate the learning today, Le'ilu Nishmas, Oizer ben Alexander Hakoyim, whose site is today on the 17th of Cheshvan, and Zahavaleya Basra Bavrom, and Eliezer Breb Yen Bas Rabbi Harinika Harini Kaporas and Le'ilay Nishmas, all the Neftarim that need Alias for their Neshamos. In addition, for a complete Rufuah Shalema for all those that need it, including Khaviva Chana Basgalia, Rochel Basgaliah, Shem An-Ali-Eze Ben Rochel, Yaakov Yeshua Ben Freindel Rechel, Menachem Ben Rishabasha, Shlom Ben Mazel, Avram David Ben-Chana, David Ben-Behiyah, Shendel bas Leia, Eliana Golda Bas-Chana-Fega, Ariel bas Israel Ben-Chana-Leah, Betzala Michel ben dchia Yehudas Ruchamba Bas-Chavarus, Gittgenendel Bas-Sipoira, Sarocha Bas-Yusbendel, bas bas Michal Sora Bas-Hadasa, Ides bas, bas mariyam David Leib ben Shaina, Avigail Brocha bas Shirad Voira, Borach Mordechai ben Tali, Fruma bas Genessa, Aviva Chaya bas Esther Mindel, Daniel Borach ben Sora, Shloimei ben Rivka Sprinzer, Yente Sora bas Hanarus, Leib ben Genia. We're in the middle of a discussion about the harvest of the Omer and how it even overrides Shabbos. We even do it on Shabbos. Rav Nosan is going to explain on a spiritual level now what Shabbos is all about and what cutting the Omer is all about and we'll see, therefore, why it is okay, it is the mitzvah to cut, to cut the, the barley for the omer on Shabbos, even. On Shabbos, we are forbidden to perform any acts of work that are weekday activity, that are associated with the body, rather than the neshama. Ki masa guf v'choymer, Behema v'sichlus. Because the six days of the week correspond to the body, to physical matter, to behema, to foolishness. Kenneget Shabbos versus Shabbos, shehi bechinas nefesh, b'chinas odom, Shabbos is associated with the soul, with humans, with intellect. Because all of the different types of work that we do during the six days of the week are related to the body, Asiyah. Chomer, physical matter, sichlus, foolishness, Bechinas, as the posik says when Hashem spoke to the Jewish people about picking the, picking the mon during the six days of the week. So the possek says there, Shatu ha'am velaktu, the people spread out to gather the mon. And the Zohar Kodesh says, Shatu, Shatu b'shtusa, with foolishness. Meaning that the six days of the week compared to Shabbos are like foolishness compared to high level intellect. Vishabbos, he bechinas nefesh, whereas Shabbos corresponds to the soul, spiritual. Bechinas kivoi, shovas, vayinofash, as we say in Vishamru on Friday night. The, the connection between Shabbos and nefesh. And this is why the Gemara tells us that every Jew who observes Shabbos receives an additional nefesh on Shabbos. And that additional nefesh means higher-level intellect. As the Pesach says, when the the Torah introduces the mitzvah of observing Shabbos, that why is Hashem giving us this mitzvah? Lodaas. So that we will know and understand, Ki Hashem Ekadishchem, that I am Hashem who sanctify you. So we see that Shabbos is Das, Vialkein Oz Bitul Ushvisu Mikol Hamalachis, and that's why on Shabbos is when we eliminate, we avoid completely all types of work, Shehein Guth Guf which are associated with the body, with physical matter. Ki oz hu eoras ha nefesh, kuzan Shabbos is when the soul is shining brightly. Shehi bechinas bitul ushvisa, which is a concept of the physical being nullified and coming to rest. Bechinas oilam haba, like the future world. She oz ikara hachayim ha that's when we're really going to have a taste of eternal life. Because as the Sforim refer to it, when they speak about the life of the future, they call it the world of the souls. Because as we learned earlier, true life is when the body is completely subservient and merges together with the soul. To the point where the person is to realize Hashem both in body and soul. This is the ultimate goal of the Jewish nation. Which we will achieve after Hashem brings all the dead people back to life where all of those people who passed away will come back to life in body and soul. And then the bodies will be 100% pure, the ultimate level of purity, so that the body will have the status of nefesh, of soul. V'oz yich chayim nitzchiyim. And then we'll live eternal life. V'neido Hashem beguf v'nefesh yachad. And we will know and understand and realize Hashem in body and soul together. V'oz yizgale ho'er That's when Hashem will reveal that light of the future. Shehu oyer ha'gonuz le'tzadikim. Which is the light which existed at the beginning of creation which we're told Hashem hid it away for Tzadikim in the future. Ki haguf b'nefesh, ze b'chinas Because when the body becomes completely subservient to the soul and they merge together and they act as one, that's called light, that's called life, real life. The original creation of man was for this purpose, to achieve what we just described. And this is why Hashem placed Odom HaRishim in Gan Eden, originally. And this is why Hashem placed Odom HaRishim in Gan Eden, originally. Chiyusoi, because Hashem wanted man to achieve this goal immediately, while he was physically living. Sheyeh haguf echod, that body and soul should be one, and they should live eternally. And again, body and soul would both achieve complete recognition of Hashem. While they were together, while the person was physically living. <speaking in Hebrew> However, all of this was dependent on the proper holy eating of Adam Shehi Chibur Hagufa Nefeshchanal, which we explained earlier, that eating is what unites the body and soul. And therefore, the first commandment that Hashem commanded Adam HaRishon was regarding eating. He was commanded not to eat from the Eitz Hadas. <coughs> meaning that it was forbidden to eat a type of eating that's a combination of good and bad, a mixture of good and bad. <laughs> Which could possibly strengthen the body and allow the body to overpower the soul. <laughs> and because Odomarishan went against Hashem's command, <laughs> therefore he was exiled from Gan Eden. Shehu bechinas Moishev hanefoshos, which is the residence of the souls. Sheyoshvim shom achar hasstalkusam, where the Jewish souls go after they pass away. Umachma sheocham eitz hadas vnezgaber haguf, and because odam rishneiit from the which strengthen the body, alkei nizgarish meganeden. Therefore he was evicted from Gan Eden, of Misa. and Hashem decreed the process of death, as Guf, which is related to the body. Liskois, Kiim because now the Ottoman have eight from the eight hadas, it became impossible for a human being to achieve the goal that we defined earlier of body and soul being one and the body being completely subservient to the soul until after the person passes away. That's when the body deteriorates completely and becomes completely purified. And then, when they will be brought back to life, that's when the, both body and soul will be able to achieve recognition of Hashem. And this will relate to each and every single one of us, Based on the degree of effort we put in to serving Hashem while, we, while we're living in this world. Which means, to overcome and be in full control of all the physical desires of the body. And to succeed in making the body subservient to the soul to the degree that a person worked on this throughout their lifetime, that will define to what degree the person is after they're brought back to life to live true eternal life and to achieve the highest levels of recognition of Hashem in body and soul together tzach because then, <coughs> after tchias the body will be a completely pure bebechinas nefesh mamish, so that the body will achieve the status of nefesh. Literally, I once remember hearing something similar to this in a sense from Rav Rosenfeld of This was on Lag BaOmer where he told over that the Zohar Kodesh says that at one point Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai said to his two closest students, his son Rabbi Eleazar <coughs> and his student Rabbi Abba, that you are so great, you have achieved such incredible greatness <coughs> that when you leave the world, you are going to be heavenly angels. You're going to be Malochim. And Rav Rosenfeld asked, well, what do you mean? That. We, we know that tzaddikim in this world can be on a higher level than angels. So to say that when they leave this world, their olam haba, their ganedin is going to be angels? <coughs> and the answer was that their body, their body will be on the madriga of malochim. Their neshama will obviously be infinitely higher than that, much, much higher than that. Here, Rav Nosanzal is telling us, that a person who leads a proper type of life and during our lives we try our best that the nefesh, the neshama, should be in control, should define what we think, what we say, what we eat, what we do, what we don't do. A person who does that, after when that person passes away and the body goes through the purification that it goes through in the grave and all the purification that body and soul both go through, when there'll be then the body even the body will become like nefesh it'll be, be, be something totally spiritual and, and, and they'll both be one the nefesh the gufo nefesh will be one and both will achieve the, the highest level of recognition that that person can possibly achieve based on the efforts they put in during their lifetime any questions? Yes. do we also understand that someone who dies al-Kiddush Hashem, they also reach this level even though they weren't necessarily involved in in, uh, the highest levels of spirituality in this world? Correct. There are certain things that a person can do, such as a person dying al-Kiddush Hashem, which override all the rules, all the standard procedures, where that, that person goes up to the highest, highest places. The Gemara mentions this. The Zohar HaKadosh, the Sifrei Kabbalah, speak about this. We, we've mentioned in the past that the Arizal says, the holiest time of the week is Shabbos at Mincha. In the Shmon Esrei that we say on Shabbos at Mincha, the last line of the middle paragraph, which is the, the major paragraph which speaks about Shabbos, says, Al menuchasam yakdishu Shemecha. That upon their passing away, when they are laid to rest, they will sanctify your name. The Arizal says (coughs) that when a person says those words, they're supposed to have in mind the Asora Haruge Malchias, the ten great tzaddikim, the ten tanoim, rabbis of the Gemara, who were murdered by the Roman king, put to death in a vicious, savage way, like some goyim are capable of doing. And, and they died al-Kiddush Hashem to sanctify the name of Hashem, and, and that, that's, that's what to have in mind at that time. I, I was once speaking to my Rebbe, Rebbe Michal Zechon about this topic, and he, he immediately said that, that our connection is to the 30,000 Kiddushim in Oman that died in the pogrom that took place about 30 years before Rabbi Nezah was born. I believe it was 1768, the massacre that took place over there, where Jews were put to the test of bowing to the cross and live, otherwise being hacked to death. And 30,000 men, women, and children refused to bow and were murdered during that period, that three-day period, during the month of Tammuz. So since he mentioned that, I try always to keep both of those things in mind when saying those words, V'al menuchasem yakdishu to attach ourselves to these very, very, very holy souls. And with what we see taking place now, in our time, with this, the savagery that was displayed once again by Hamas and the other Arabs and, and the Jews that are being killed every day, draw, dying al Kiddush Hashem, trying to protect Eretz Yisrael, etc., we should be zirche that their they're neshamas that go up to the highest places should be a kapora for all of Klal Yisrael and should bring about the, the final gula, Mitzah A question in the chat Can we explain what exactly Achilah Dikdusha means? Does it mean not receiving pleasure from the food one eats, eating only to have strength for Avoydah Hashem? That's one example of Achilah Dikdusha a person trying to minimize each one on their level, trying to minimize the focus on the physical food, on the taste, on the pleasure, and to keep in mind that the main reason I'm eating is to unite my body and soul so that the body will serve the soul, so that my body will be able to carry out all of the actions and activities that it needs to carry out In order for the soul to achieve its goals, serving Hashem, that's one aspect of it. It means being careful about what we eat, in terms of kashrus. is it 100% permissible, something permissible to be eaten, or is it something that the Torah defines as forbidden? And then comes the issue of quantity, limiting, limiting the quantity of what a person eats during the six days of the week to try to eat as little as is necessary in order for the body to be healthy and be able to perform the activities that it needs to perform. (coughs) Whereas on Shabbos, on Yontif, at a Sudas Mitzvah, there we indulge to a degree. We eat more, we eat better. There we focus more on, on buying and eating things that we like, that we enjoy. But not, again, keeping in mind that I'm eating this food that I enjoy in order to enjoy the Shabbos. My focus isn't enjoying the food. It's eating this food that I like in order that it'll make me like Shabbos more. It'll make me and my children, my family, like Shabbos, appreciate Shabbos, enjoy Shabbos, and do all the mitzvahs of Shabbos, the Torah, the tefillah, all the mitzvahs of Shabbos to the best of my ability. That's another important aspect of it. Then there's the issue of the brachas that we make before eating and after eating to make sure to say those brachas with kavana, the bracha before we eat, the after bracha, whether it's b'irin afashas, whether it's salamichia, whether it's birkas to, to know that, again, one of the rabbis once said that most people make a bracha so that they can eat. And this rabbi said, I eat, so that i can make brachas, we have to try each one of us on our level to realize what's the highlight of the meal that the highlight is, of the meal is that i'm allowed to say hashem's name baruch hashem melech ha'olam i'm allowed to mention hashem's name and i'm allowed to declare that I believe in and I accept Hashem as the king of the world, you know, and that I acknowledge that He created everything and that it's His. Everything in the world belongs to Hashem and Hashem is willing to allow me to partake in it if I show that I realize who it belongs to. La Hashem that, that the world and everything in it belongs to Hashem. These are some of the examples. <coughs> Question. Many, many Jews work hard at Asse Toiv and not so hard at being Mevatel Taivois Saguf. That has no impact on one's Madrega nitzchid. Only Beetle Beetle Taiweis? That's what it sounds like here. How about chesed to others? The answer is, once again, we have to be extremely careful when we learn a page, one page of Likuti is to know that there's another 4,000 pages. Right now, right here, Rab is focusing on the issue of HaTai Hatayvois, which is an extremely important piece of Yiddish guide. Those people that are Chesed, 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 but they ignore Shvirois Hatayvois, they're leaving out an important piece of the puzzle. That's not to say that performing acts of chesed and stok and all of those things aren't very important, very special, and things that elevate a person, elevate the soul and repair the soul, but we, we want the whole picture, we want everything. And this is definitely an important piece of it. And so long as a person is still allowing their physical materialistic tibis to control them, that will limit the person's ability to think clearly, to think straight, and to think right, to be able to recognize MS from sheker. Rab Nossam Zal and Rabbeinu Zal speak, and all this forum speak about this a lot, that in order for a person's brain to be working correctly, and to be able to know what's right and what's wrong, what's true and what's false... It, it's based on the degree of self-control that the person establishes regarding their physical pleasures, materialistic pleasures. When we see people who are supposed, to, who who look smart, and they look intelligent, and yet they're they're speaking lies, they're being they're being swept up by incredible lies and falseness and sheker, and we say, I, I don't get it. That the person doesn't seem to be a complete idiot, moron. Uh, Fool! How are they spouting this sheker? And one of the reasons could very likely be because there is no shvira satayvris. Because the person doesn't realize that in order for the brain to do what it needs to do, it's defined in a very big way by how the body is operating. To the degree that a person is controlling the physical and materialistic desires, that will define how... Properly, the brain is operating. Continuing inside, validation is gare shodomorishon, alide pegam achila seitzadas, and as a result of odomorishon being evicted from Ganedim, as a result of eating what he wasn't supposed to eat, alideze nigzarolov bezeya sapecha toy chalechem. That's what brought on the decree from Hashem of the struggle to earn a livelihood, shehu uvdin dechoil, which refers to the work that we do during the six days of the week, shehem shloishim v'teisham aloches, which the Torah tells us <coughs> are based on thirty-nine different types of work, shehem shloishim Vitesha Malkios, which correspond to the thirty-nine lashes that a person is given when they commit certain sins, And it also corresponds to the 39 curses that Hashem issued to Adam, Chava, and the snake, and the earth at the time after eating from the Yitz Hadas. Because as a result of this wrong type of eating, the body was strengthened. The body which is associated with physical action. Asiya is the lowest one of the four worlds. Asiya in this context means physical labor, weekday. The 39 acts of work. Aval, however, the Zohar Kodish tells us we know that Odomarishon was created on Friday. On the sixth day of creation. And the act of eating from the eight hadas took place on Friday. And the Zohar Kodesh says that Adam Arishan could easily have died from this. Hashem had said, Ki On the day that you eat from this tree, you're going to die. So Adam Arishan could have and should have died that day. But the Zohar Kodesh says, Avol Shabbos Hagen Aladomarishon. Shabbos protected and saved Aladomarishon. K'mayisham Rabbi is saying as as the Zohar Kudosh says, Shabbos Ogin Aloihi. Ki Hashem Yisparah Chomol Aleinu Venosan Lanu Because Hashem took pity on us and gave us this mitzvah of Shabbos. She'oz Hu Me'ein Oylam Haba. Shabbos is a taste of the future world an incredible elevation of the soul, of the spirituality. And that's when there's a complete stop and elimination of the 39 acts of work. And by observing Shabbos properly, we have the ability to draw the holiness of Shabbos upon the six days of the week. And thereby elevate and purify and sanctify those 39 acts of work that we're doing during the weekdays. That it should take on the holiness of Shabbos where we know the Zohar Kodesh and other Svarim refer to 39 lights. <coughs> this refers to the many things that this is related to. This refers to the first three letters of Hashem's name, Yud Kei Vav When they're written out, each letter as a word, Yud Vav Dalet, Hey, Aleph, Vav Aleph Vav, it's Bigimatria 39. And we have this term, these 39 lights. Bechinas Meleches HaMishkon, like the work that was done for the Mishkan, which was not curse, that was blessing. Because the Gemara tells us clearly that all of the 39 acts of work that we are forbidden to perform on Shabbos, we learn from the 39 types of work that were done in the Mishkan. To teach us that the 39 acts of work of the holy Jewish nation which we perform during the weekdays have to be done with holiness with tremendous holiness that it should be like the work that was done for the Mishkan and in the Mishkan as Rabbi Nezali elaborates on this in chapter 11 in Likut Imran and in other places because we know the Gemara tells us a very important concept in Yiddishkeit that a person who puts in the proper effort on during the six days of the week will have what to eat on Shabbos here Rav Nozenzal is saying that Misha Torah, of Shabbos, a person who puts in proper effort that their work during the six days of the week should be holy to follow all the mitzvahs of the Torah, Yoichal Be'Shabbos, that person's eating is Shabbos. That person's eating even during the six days of the week, in a sense, is Shabbos. Because again this is our main mission in this world, this world which is compared to the body, for us to work very hard to sanctify ourselves. To defeat and subdue the body, Lahachniya Haguf Lagabi Anefesh, and to make the body completely subservient to the soul. And through that, a person will be to be part of the future world, which is called the world of the souls. And this is similar in concept. Us purifying ourselves in this world in order to get to the next world is similar to the concept of a person purifying the 39 acts of work that they do during the six days of the week. So that the person could really experience Shabbos. As the pasuk says, during the six days of the week you will perform your work. On the seventh day will be Shabbos. Again, your Shabbos will be defined by how well you do your work during the six days of the week. kikdushas Shabbos. We're going to come to the question in the, in the chat about if, if Shabbos is all about the spirituality, why so much talk about eating? Rav Nossensal is going to address that. Because the eating on Shabbos is spirituality. Because to a large degree, a person is to experience the holiness of Shabbos based on the degree that that person was zecher to try for holiness during the six days of the week. Because it's during the six days of the week that we have the main battle. To overpower the body, to have the soul overpower the body. Kidusha al Yemei To have the Shabbos overpower the weekday. Lahadbir <laughs> Al To have the eternal life overpower the temporary life. <laughs> to have the life of the future world overpower the life in the living in this world. Meaning So that the person's whole yearning and effort throughout the six days of the week should be, which are this world, which are body, to be able to subdue the body and, and the physical matter to the nefesh. That the body should become part of the soul. The body should be serving the soul. This is the whole concept of merging the six days of the week into Shabbos. <coughs> the concept of merging all of our days of this world into the future world. As the pasuk says about Avraham Avinu, the Avraham Zaken ba'bayomim. Avraham Avinu reached old age. He came with all of his days. He brought all of his days. The Sov the beyoimen. He became. He was old, and he rose up with his days. im for a person to to try to achieve the ability to be able to go up, to rise up to Olam Haba with all of their days in this world. That all the days that I'm living in this world now should be holy and pure to fill them with Torah and mitzvahs. And Avraham Avinu was socher that all of his days rose up and were plugged in way, way, way up on high in Olam Haba, Shehu which again is the world of the souls. And then, when a person is socher that the work that they're doing during the six days of the week, those 39 acts of work, are holy, are pure. The person is careful not to cross any lines, not to do any averas, each one on our level. And, and that my work, my main intention, my work is to make money, to be able to give tzitzah, to be able to buy tzitzis and tefillin and, and things for, for my wife and children, for the whole family, of mitzvah. When a person's 39 acts of, of work during the weekdays are like Meleches Mishkan, then those 39 acts of work are 39 lights. Because the Zohar Kodesh says <coughs> the shape and form of the Mishkan was like the shape and form of Gan Eden. So when a person's efforts down here are mishgun, that person's efforts are Ganadin. Shehu oylam Haneshamos, which is the spiritual world, the world of the souls. B'chin u'bchinas oylam haba. She'oz hamesim via haguf banefish. That's when all the people that died will be come back to life via nichlal haguf banefish, and the body will merge together completely with his soul the will live and the people will be able to live eternal life vze bkhina stal and this is what this term 39 lights refers to ki tal who hatal shel because this term, 39 lights, that's used throughout these Sifrei Kabbalah and Sifrei Chasidus refers to the dew of Tchias It's brought at Kaviochel, Hashem will sprinkle this dew, this talv, and that's what will bring the dead people back to life. Kamesh as it says in Yeshayah Novi, Yichyu meisecha, your dead will come back to life, Nevelosi Yekumun. <coughs> These corpses will will rise up, hakitsu veranenu shoychni ne'of, or wake up and sing, you who are lying in the dirt. Kital oirays talecha, because your due is this thirty nine lights. This is part of that same pasuk. Nimtso she tal oirays huat tal shel So these thirty nine lights refer to this due of tchias <speaking in Hebrew> amesim, which is eternal life. That's what the soul is all about. (coughs) And all of this a person achieves by sanctifying the Shabbos, which is a taste of Olam Haba. By a person taking a break on Shabbos from all 39 acts of work, from all of the weekday work. This gives us the ability to strengthen the soul, to to raise it above the body. To the point where we're able to draw the holiness of Shabbos into the six days of the week. So that even during the six days of the week, where zayecha to be dick, where that the soul is taking priority over the body. The niskat and halametes malachos and the thirty nine acts of work that we're doing during the six days of the week are sanctified. these thirty nine acts of work, which are body, they're sanctified bechinas tal They're elevated to become like thirty nine lights. Shehein bechinas chayim nitzchim, which define eternal life, bechinas nefesh, which is what the soul is all about. Nimtza, we see therefore, sheiker bitul malacha b'shabes mikol halametes malachas, who bishvil lizkois lahagbir hanefesh alaguf. So we conclude therefore that the main reason why we do not do any of these 39 acts of work on Shabbos is in order to allow the soul to soar and be clearly above and on top of the body. lizgois letal so that we can achieve those 39 lights. letal shel that do of triya samaysim. the chayim nitzchim, which means eternal life. As it says about Shabbos, Those who taste Shabbos are experiencing real life. And as we say in the song that we sing on Shabbos morning, We finish by saying, And there's no one like you, Hashem, our Savior, who will bring us, who will bring the dead back to life. We mention this specifically on Shabbos. Because Shabbos is a taste of the future world. This bringing the dead back to life. Which is when people will live eternal life, body and soul will be like one. That's what Shabbos is all about. And again, Zal says in Likutei that during the weekdays, quoting the on the Sifrii Kabbalah, during the weekdays, if a person eats more than they're supposed to, it goes to the Klippos, it goes to the Sitrachra. On Shabbos, the food that we eat is Kuloi Kodesh. It's all spiritual. It's all holy. Now keep in mind that even there, a person could cross certain lines. A person could overeat. In a, in a wrong, sinful type of way, where they'll harm their body and soul. It means that for those people who during the six days of the week they limit what they eat, and they're always looking to see how little do I need? For those people on Shabbos, they're allowed to open the throttle, <coughs> open the walls, and eat more, and, and eat things that they enjoy, that they like more, enjoy more, that kind of thing. Any questions? How, can, how exactly can weekday eating be a bechina of Shabbos eating? The answer is what we said. By focusing, Shabbos is ruchnius. Weekday is not, Weekday is guf. Weekday is goof. Shabbos is neshama. In a meal that I'm eating, there's two parts. There's guf and there's neshama. There's the bracha that I make before I eat and the bracha that I make after I eat. And there's the divrei Torah that are spoken at the meal. Or if I look into a sefer in the meal, all of that, putting emphasis on that, that's elevating my weekday eating to the, the kiddush of Shabbos. That's bringing holiness into, into the food that I'm eating. Vezeb, v'Alkain, and therefore, ktsir haOimer, the cutting of the Oimer, shehu bechinas his alus hanefesh Alagov, which is elevating the soul over the body, because we learned earlier that the oimer was barley. Barley is animal food. By bringing that as a carbon, we're elevating the animal to the level of odom. We're elevating the guf to nefesh. Ki hisalus ha-nefesh, hanofas oimer Because one of the very powerful ways that we elevate the soul and give it power over the body is this mitzvah of lifting up this oimer soyrim, shalidei zei yoytzi behemal l'odam, by which we leave the category of behema and go up to the level of adam, mi guf l'nefesh, we go from guf to nefesh, The iker ha-toirah maschilalidei zei and our ability to receive the Torah on Shavuos Begins from this. It begins from that counting of the Omer which begins from the Korban Omer. As a result of bringing this offering, this measure of barley. That's why we were allowed to and required to perform this mitzvah of cutting the, the barley for the Omer even on Shabbos. As the Gemara says in Rosh Hashanah, that the Posek says, Bechorish ubakotzir tishbois, that on Shabbos were required to rest, to abstain from plowing and harvesting. And the Gemara learns out over there that this refers to plowing and harvesting that's permissible, that's rishos. Yotzok tzir mitzvah. But it excludes the harvesting of the oimer, which is a mitzvah. Because this harvesting of the oimer, which is mitzvah, that's one of the main things that elevates the nefesh. And that's one of the major forces that takes us to Kabbalah Satoira. We know, for example, we give this example many times, you start a car, and then you step on the accelerator to take you where you need to go to. The starting of the car requires the greatest energy, and that in some ways is the most important thing. If the car doesn't start properly, then even if you're traveling, your traveling is going to be very shaky and very possible that the car will die somewhere before you get to where you need to get to. The starting of the car is bringing that Omer Soyrim on the 16th of, of, of Nissan. That's the starting of the car. From there, we continue a count of forty-nine days, moving, traveling towards the holiday of Shavuos, which is Kabola Satora. She'aliyata zochin haba, and it's through the through the toira that we zochet to eternal life. Shivchin taloiris, which is those thirty-nine lights. Vialkeim koitzer and hoimer afilu beShabbos. And this is why we are allowed to harvest the oimer even on Shabbos. Shehi b'chinas nefesh. Shabbos is nefesh, v'ayi nofesh, we said. Ki tai ko al yidek zoichen nefesh Because this harvesting of the oimer is one of the major, major mitzvahs that brings about an elevation of the nefesh. Vezeh tolso ha-toira ha-nofas and this is why you'll find a very interesting point here. We find that when the Torah speaks about this mitzvah of, of Omer, it connects it to Shabbos. K'ma as it says there, On the day after Shabbos, the Kohen will lift up the Omer Soyrim. Now, the word Shabbos there does not mean Shabbos. It means the first day of Pesach, <coughs> which the Torah is calling it Shabbos here. There's a whole discussion in the Gemara about this. And the tzedoikim, those people who don't believe in the Gemara, they say, no, 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 that mitzv- Hanafa HaSorimah must be done on Sunday. But that's wrong. The, the, the word Shabbos in this context means the first day of Pesach. So why does it call it Shabbos? Rabbi says, based on what we're learning here, now you'll understand why it calls it Shabbos. Because this mitzvah of lifting up this Omer Soyer and in all the different directions is an aspect of Shabbos. The future world, which was through this. Alidei his alus hanefesh alaguf By elevating the soul over the body, shehu bechinas hanofa soymer soyrim. That's this concept of lifting up this measure of body, she oisal Hashem. We're lifting it up to Hashem. Umalin me-behem la-odom. We're lifting up from behema to odom. Miguf le-nefesh, mimiso le-chayin. Michochmes chitsoynyes, lachochmes hato yorokanam. Question in the chat: What can a person do if they don't see if if they don't see any real difference between weekday eating and Shabbos eating? If they don't feel that Shabbos eating is pure spirituality? Very good question. The answer: to to beg Hashem, Hashem, look at me, look how physical I am, look how attached I am to this physical materialistic world. That I don't even feel this change in the weather. I don't feel the dramatic, incredible, incredible change that takes place when the clock moves, when we change from Friday into Shabbos. Which means I'm, I'm not a lot, my, my Neshama is not spiritual. It's like I'm asleep, I'm in a deep sleep. I don't feel the change. Hashem, wake me up. This is part of a person begging Hashem, pleading with Hashem to be zechut, to feel holiness, to feel Shabbos, to feel the difference in the clothing that I wear on Shabbos from the clothing I wear during the week. To feel, and again, part of it comes by observing all the mitzvahs of Shabbos, by learning, studying all the mitzvahs of Shabbos and observing it. The woman lighting the candles and having in mind that this isn't a physical thing. A candle is a neshama. nair Elohim nishma sodom. That the woman lighting those candles on Shabbos is turning on a nuclear spiritual reactor. There, I'm turning on my neshama and the neshama of everyone in this household. And, and the special tefillahs that we say, all and all the, the cooking, all the preparation for Shabbos... A whole week, any shopping that I'm doing or anything I'm thinking about, may if this is something good I think for Shabbos, I'll I'll prepare it for Shabbos. Person sees a recipe, a good, well, well, maybe I'll make that for Shabbos. Or shopping, sees something special, I'll buy it for Shabbos. That kind of thing, by a person being conscious of of these two parts that we're made up. We're made up of a body and a neshama, and and the physical world that we're in tries to drown the neshama, tries to put the neshama to sleep, tries to block the neshama from screaming, hey, I'm here. Why are, why, I'm the one that's really important. I'm the one that's going to live eternally. The body is going to disappear shortly. And, and putting all the focus on the neshama, on the neshama, on the Torah, on Hashem. And, and again, especially, Rabbi Inezal gave us the secret of hispoedadus, that if a person wants to feel and, and see the difference. You have to be mespaul for it. I've told over many times the story of the Bateiin, who was a great tzaddik who lived in Chutzlaretz, and he had tremendous love for Eretz Yisroel. We, I won't go through the whole story now. But when he finally got Eretz Yisroel, and he was here, he looked around and he didn't see a difference. He didn't. He couldn't see the real difference between what he saw here and what he saw where he lived in Chutzlaretz. And then at one point he met the person who gave him the final inspiration to to pick himself up and leave Chutz and come to Eretz Israel. And he met the person. And he said to him, "You told me that Eretz Israel is something completely different. You told me that the stones here glow with Hashem's light, and I don't see it." So this person said to the Bassayan. There's a, the the basain is a sefer, which this rabbi wrote, a sefer that combines Kabbalah, Hasidus, Gomorrah, everything. This rabbi was a very great holy rabbi. But somehow the satan had clouded his thoughts somehow, and he forgot somehow, for a moment, that the person said to the rabbi, you want to see it? You want to feel it? You have to be zecheh. You have to be privileged. And the Basayin writes, that he heard what he said and he realized that just like the Kiddush of Shabbos, if a person wants to see it and they want to feel it, you have to be mispallowed for it. You have to really beg Hashem for that. So too, if a person wants to see and feel the kedusha of Eretz Yisrael, a person has to pray for it, be mispallowed for it. And he said, I started begging Hashem, pleading with Hashem to be zaycheh, and now I see the Barzayim. So again, this is advice for all of us and this is one of the highlights of Breslov, of, of, of Rabbein Hazal's teachings to us, that Rabbein Hazal wanted all of us to be able to experience these kind of things on our level, to be able to feel, to see and feel the difference between Shabbos and weekday, to see and feel the difference between eating a steak on a Wednesday and eating it on Lahavdil on Shabbos Kodesh, eating ice cream on a Wednesday and eating on a... One of the ways that a person could could feel that is by not eating ice cream during the week and not eating steak if if it isn't necessary, if there isn't an important reason for it. Reserving those things for Shabbos, that's one of the things that makes the person conscious, aware that, hey, this is something totally different. This day is completely different from those other six days. But again, the, the most important thing is the tefillah pleading, begging Hashem. Hashem wants us to see this. He wants us to experience this. But He can't give it to us for free, in a sense. The Pesach says, Open your mouth wide, and I'll fill it. Today is Wednesday. This morning, we said the Shir Shelyon. And the last three lines of the Shir Shalim today were L'chun nerananol Hashem noriyah letzuri yeshenu, which are the first three lines of the Friday night prayer. So that on Wednesday morning we're starting to, to get excited that Shabbos is coming. These are the three candles on, on the left side that turned in towards that middle candle in the Menorah of Shabbos. That Wednesday morning already is when we're ratching up that preparation for Shabbos, getting excited, Shabbos is coming, and, and thinking about Shabbos and looking forward to Shabbos, we should be to make all the proper hachonas for the final Shabbos, for Olam Haba, for the Geul HaShlema, bim Amen B'amain.